0: You're now tuned in to the Own Your Power radio show. show with holistic business coach and author, Simone Kelly Brown. We'll help you transform your passion. Into the lifestyle you deserve. Identify your purpose and uncover your greatness. Live your life with vision and prosperity. Receive guidance from our experts who will help you improve your life personally and professionally. Tune into the shows that cover personal growth, health and wellness, and business development to emerge into a new you now. Anything you want, it's attainable. It's time to own your power.
1: Welcome to to the Own Your Power power Lifestyle Show. What is up, power players? You are in the right place if you're ready to own your power. Make some noise, studio. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Coach Simone Kelly, holistic business coach and life coach with Own Your Power Communications. And our radio show and coaching programs are designed to help you live the life that you deserve. We're here in sunny South Florida in Own Your Power Studios, powered by my big brothers Media 55, Stan Harris and Trent Partridge. And as always, I'm sitting next to my right hand man, my Puerto Rican brother from the Bronx, Herman Dubois. What's
2: well, good, y'all?
1: Ooh, ooh, What's up?
2: Chilling, chilling. How you been? Good, good. Of weeks. Couple, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's been a minute. I know. A couple of
1: weeks. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. A little, little break, a little break. What's yeah. What's new?
1: Uh lots. Lots of things happening. Um one of the things that we're we're doing right now with um the the network itself is that we're moving over to SoundCloud. You know SoundCloud? I
2: think I said that about a year ago. No. About a year ago I said no. about no, no, being no. involved with SoundCloud.
1: No, no, not a year ago, just a month ago. <laughs> you getting, you're mean? getting you're getting your your things mixed
2: up. Mm-hmm.
1: But um yeah, we actually moved over all of our shows and we're moving over a lot more, but it's one of the things that one of our our audience have been wanting is getting access to all the past shows and we have so many we already have over 40 hours of listening mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. so we're adding shows every week and you know we, it's not just our show the on your power lifestyle show we have past shows with other um other guests that we had and other hosts mm-hmm. were on had different shows so you can actually like, go to soundcloud for soundcloud.com forward slash on power radio and you can download um all of our past shows and you can get it on itunes as well so so this gives us more access to more people.
2: No, now is this going to impact our international listening base or what? Yeah,
1: it's going to make it bigger. Um, I want to give a big shout out to Biggs, who is our um, new media assistant, who's been helping us um, put all those shows up. It's so much work. <laughs> mm-hmm. So big shout out to Biz, um, Biggs, who can't be here. What? Yeah. So um, if you're a new listener, welcome to the network. Uh, We have, like I said, many, many, many shows. And we also have a lot of things that we do to help um, support entrepreneurs. And we want to make sure that you learn more about our services, memberships and events by going to our website, com. That's ownyourpowerlifestyle.com. We have loads of content to help you with your personal and professional growth.
2: So you know, I'm I'm interested in knowing who we have in the living room tonight, and then subject matter, content. You know, it sounds like it's gonna be a juicy one.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a really good topic, and I I think we all need to listen very closely, <laughs> take notes. <laughs> um, it's called overcoming addictions. How to overcome your addictions. And um, we're going to talk about what triggers addictions, what actually happens to us when the cravings start to kick in, um, what are some common addictions that that um, are being treated by, you know, people. I mean, we, it's not all about drugs or cigarettes. There's a lot of other different things out there. And we're also going to talk about what are some new habits we can incorporate to, you know, release the addiction that we have. And, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a really good topic. And I'm, I'm excited because the, the guests that we've had are not new to the the Own Your Power studio. They've been here both before. I stole them from the sex show. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> they were on two different, yes, separate shows, them. but they're, 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 I mean, I'm, they're, they're part they're of the family. I know.
2: Knowledge to the vast audiences that are part of the audience. No, room.
1: but let me tell you how crazy it is. in the last two weeks, I've been on their, you know, their, their show when they recorded "Sex and South Beach." That's the name mm-hmm. of the show. And what a coincidence that. We actually had Minka Brantley was a guest on their show. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Minka Brantley was a guest on their show. And you remember Dr. Minka Brantley? Yeah, of course. And she didn't realize that she was being invited to the Only Power Studios until gotcha. she saw the address. she was like, oh, my God, I didn't know it was the same, it was the same network. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, it's such a small world. So, you know, Dr. Um, Sanjay and I have this joke that we're stealing each other's you know, hosts. Sharing, sharing, yeah, yeah. sharing. But anyway, I say that to say we have Kiki Freeze <laughs> in the house. Um, she's a counselor, and we also have Dr. Stephen E. Roth, who's mm-hmm. a medical hypno- hypnotist. Okay. Um, so it's very interesting. You know, when we, we talked about them, and they have amazing backgrounds. So I'm excited to bring them on. And we have a special guest musical performance. You've been asking for more musical performances, I, I, right?
2: Wondering about. It. Well, <laughs> we, we, we started on the, you know a high roll and then kind of like. Well, the goal was there. to
1: have one one a month,
2: and, and then, then we, you OD'd and I thought you were Quincy Jones. Right? <laughs> had people lining up like it was American Idol outside in the hallway. And I was like, Jesus. Poor Stan was bringing in extra mics. One time we talking about, can we build a stage? I'm like, what the hell is going on in here?
1: Yeah, y'all thought I was joking when I asked about building a
2: stage. Marching band was setting up outside. It was crazy. We
1: actually did have a, a band here. Was, you, was, you think was, I'm
2: joking? He's, he's not joking. They yeah. just like, <laughs> you move like over? We like,
1: the whole right. wall was filled up. Yeah, it was it was, yeah, we, but it was That was not my doing. Of course not. I thought it was going to be three people, yeah. and then they came out the, the, the elevator like a clown car. You know? <laughs> so it was like backup mm-hmm. singers and drummer, bass player, mm-hmm. everything. Anyway, it was amazing, though, that, that show. So don't talk about it like
2: you're not you know, I, I appreciate it, but then you set the bar here, and then next thing you know, it was like <laughs> no musical guests. It was addiction to musical guests, and then yeah, we, we <laughs> start,
1: you started feeling it too. So mm-hmm. I thought we are Arsenio <laughs> hall, you know?
2: Uh, no, no, we you.
1: <laughs> so back to the topic. Uh,
2: Do you so have ha- any? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I'm
1: asking first. Do you have any addictions? Her you know, when
2: I when I saw the subject matter tonight, um first thing I, I wanted to do was can we can we get a working definition of what an addiction is? Because I think that there are some people our our audience that wants to be schooled on well, what is the experts, by our, break by our down terms an addiction because that, that could that could sway my response.
1: Well, my, my definition of let's an addiction. Start, let's start
2: with that since that's all <laughs> that really matters on this show, is <laughs> what you think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my my definition of an addiction is something that you have a craving for that you it's hard for you to uh, put down or, or or move away from you 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 want it you need it and you have to get it
3: really that's, that's it what, that's what I'm
1: thinking I don't know
3: mm.
1: <laughs> my. So, how would you distinguish that from like food? Just answer the question. Her People are addicted to food. What do you think, people that's 500 pounds? What do you think that happened to them?
2: (laughs) So, so when does it become an addiction when you become overweight? Just answer the question. Do I have an addiction? I I could. I, I mean, it's possible. I've been told, but you know. You don't want to answer it. I don't know. I, I, I I'm starting Dude. with the definition. Give me a definition. Your definition is not backed by any like.
1: Okay, when we get back to the when we get the experts know, on, then I'll we'll respond. get an you, answer. But the
2: question is, do you? It's a really yeah, but see, but see that's my know. point. You
1: always try to dance stuff. <laughs> around
2: stuff. I do here.
1: have an addiction. My addiction is. Um, Star- everybody, everybody, got real
2: quiet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm promoting them, and they haven't you given you me are. a penny. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. My addiction is Starbucks hot chocolate.
2: I know. All right, so we're going to go that route. Uh, See, oh, now he's he a copycat. No, it's not. No, I I, I, mean, I was thinking of something like really, because, you know, you could, you have to go to a Starbucks to get Starbucks. It's not like it's something that you just have readily accessible to you. They have hours, they're open and closed, there's places that aren't, so, they don't exist. Well
1: addiction has to be something that's hard to yeah, get? I, I look at addiction as something
2: that's kind of like easily accessible. That's that, that's that could be, you know, if you got it like that. If, if your <laughs> if, if stable is deep, you might. <laughs> You might have a rotation. We need to do a show know.
1: about that. Yeah, we keep talking about that. The You keep talking. Oh, this is weak. I have okay. For, for your information, this is why I love. This is why I love that we record these shows because I have proof of you actually saying you are going to do a show about that. Thank you very much.
2: So I would say milk and cookies. Every night I have milk and cookies before I go to bed. That's, I been mean, listening that was five years ago with my dad. This week is Oreos. Sorry, Last it's week it was cho- Chips Ahoy, Chocolate chip, Milk and cookies. You look like a little boy just now. be like, my addiction. Hey, bed.
1: Okay. <laughs> I do. All right. Well, and I, and I am very proud of myself because on my way to the st- studio, I almost... You stopped at Starbucks. No, no, no. I, that's why I am proud of myself. I had to, like, have a little conversation in my head like, okay, hmm. do you really need this? Why do you need this? Simone, you don't really need There's going to be food. There's iced tea. That's sweet. You can have that. <laughs> like a little little conversation like do you really want to spend three three dollars and fifty four cents right now What could that go to? That could go to gas. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I, and I ended up making a detour making my way right, here, right on the highway. Mm-hmm. I was so proud of myself. But, um, yeah, so you know, I guess these are things we, we'll talk about
2: later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How can you talk
1: yourself out of it?
2: But it's that time, as you know. We'll, get, we'll jump right into the next segment in a moment. Let's take a break. But before we go, get your pens, your smartphones, your iPads out. Get ready to take some notes. We'll be right back with the Own Your Power Lifestyle radio show after this music break because it is that time to pay some bills.
1: Yes, we got a lot of them. Zayday, ArtOnDecks.com Check out the book, The Art Album I'm chilling here with Coach Simone At Own Your Power You cats out here, got all these power pirates in your lives Start to own your power OwnYourPowerLifestyle.com With Coach Simone
2: in the building Holla at your boy
1: Welcome back to the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show. I'm Coach Simone Kelly in the Onya Your Power Living Room with Hermann Dubois, and today we are—I'm very happy. I ate already. I'm not didn't eat yet. But you know. <laughs>
0: we have South.
2: Screw
3: you,
1: South I Florida. So- well, we saved you some food. So it could have been worse. No. Um, South, like
2: usual. What? Like usual? What do
1: you mean? Save you a plate? That you don't? <laughs> I do save you a plate. You always saying that. That's not true. I do care about you. Uh, <laughs> today we have south florida's finest chef irie who is a jamaican chef and um today um he brought us some delicious curry couscous black with black beans garbanzo beans and um sweet potato and jerk barbecue chicken
2: sounds like i missed the hell out no you didn't it's mm-hmm. just, it's waiting after the show okay you can have some. All right, very good.
1: um i think there's some going stan did and eat it all um stan did you eat it all <laughs>
2: And for those of you who are interested, Chef Irie is available for catering. Uh, he can be reached at 954-557-4742. Once again, that's 954-557-4742. And you can always visit his site at chefirie.com. That is Chef Irie, and that's spelled C-H-E-F-I-R-I-E dot
1: and um, I do want to mention that he also does corporate events, weddings, private parties, dinners for two. That's nice. Catering, event planning, and he's a personal chef. And he also does cooking classes. I would love to do a cooking class, um, like a On Your Power sponsored cooking class. A lot of chicks don't know how to cook, so they need to learn. Uh, well, Word. men too. Men too. That could be a show by itself. Men chicks, too can't cook. Yeah, yeah. We said <laughs> we, we what, said what else we were you gonna bring gonna do you bring to the that. table if you can't cook? <laughs> they know how to boil water that's about it (laughs) so uh let's welcome welcome our guests we we have again kiki freeze welcome kiki
4: welcome back hi thanks a lot great to be back great to be back
1: (laughs) (laughs) so last time you were talking about sex now we're talking about addictions
4: it's Hmm. all the same thing for some of us
1: (laughs) (laughs) i love how she looked at you
3: Really, <laughs>
1: <Okay. was> <laughs> I didn't tell him anything
3: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and Dr. Roth, uh, welcome to the show You're again. Welcome, welcome. welcome. Oh, Thank you that. For that. Um, so let's kind of find out. Well, before we do that, before we Please. find out what you, what you do and all and how you do it, um, we'd like to loosen you up a little bit. Would you like a drink oh, from, wow. from our kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Tyson. laughs> yeah, that'd be fantastic.
4: Let, let, me, let me let me
1: call Jackson so you know, be prepared, Jackson. Wow, you came here quick today. <laughs> Thanks, Jackson. Why are you sweating? I'm looking kind of nice there. All right, so, um, hi, Jackson.
4: Hey, Jackson.
5: Jackson, what's up? <laughs> really?
1: So, what would you like to order? <laughs> what do you like to order? Well, I, make the guess about first.
4: All right. Oh. Uh, anybody who knows me knows that I, I always go for the Great Goose Dirty Martini. All right, All right, let's go.
5: Keep classic. it classic. Yeah, yeah. Give me uh, a couple <laughs> of shots of, um... he said a couple. It's a big roll. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get loosened up here uh, a little yeah, bit. You don't need yeah. to loosen up. You yeah, already loosened up. Let the man quench his
3: thirst. <laughs>
5: <laughs> a little tequila.
2: Okay.
4: Tequila.
2: Mm. Okay. He already knows. It. i, I Silver. Yeah. Okay. Make it specific. That's good. That's good.
4: We're not cheap dates. Yeah.
2: That yeah. oh. <laughs> <Hi, laughs> I means the return on investment should be good. Uh, so we're going with <laughs> the usual crown and a little splash of ginger ale.
1: Okay. And I'm, I'm going to get step it up today. No, I'm going to get um sweet raspberry iced
2: tea. Oh, Lord have mercy.
1: <laughs> I've been drinking on all the other shows. Uh, She's been drinking. <laughs> I've been drinking. <laughs> but, uh, all right. Thank you, Jackson. He'll be back shortly Beat with the drinks. So. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Let's watch him walk out.
2: So, let's... let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's... See, right there. That's the first trigger. What triggers addictions? Yep. Booty. To that. Booty. Booty. I like abs actually,
1: but you know, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, cover up, please.
2: Here we go. Here we go. Ba-doom. All
1: right. So let's talk about. Well, first, define what is an addiction because that's what he wants to know. So, what, what do you? Acquiring minds
2: that? want to know. Yes.
1: Who wants to pick?
4: You right. want to go? Go for it.
5: Um. From what? I label it as or I understand it as it's something that you actually have a craving for or a need to do that at one point you actually realize is unhealthy for you and you still continue to do it. Mm, Okay. And I think Kiki would actually be able to give a better... That's your oh, specialty. Thank
4: you. Um, I am a certified addiction professional, and despite having those credentials, it is very challenging to define addiction. I'll give a quick anecdote. I was called into a termination of parental rights case um, to testify against a client, former client of mine, and I was in the judge's chambers, and the uh, the the judge was saying, you know, all right, before we can establish whether or not this person keeps his child or not, I need Kiki sitting in front of Me sitting in front of him to define for us what is an addiction. And Uh -uh. I I froze in that moment, a judge, you know, and he had the robe and everything. And I looked around (laughs) and my answer was I said, the fact that we are all in a judge's chambers right now deciding whether or not this man keeps custody of his child, I have to say, I think there's an addiction involved in this. And everybody was just silent. And that in and of itself. I often use that as an anecdote because it does amount to losses in our lives. How much have we lost? Have you lost your relationships because of because of your relationship with XYZ substance? It could be food. It could be sex. It could be a relationship. It could be drugs, alcohol. But have you lost a relationship, a job, um, a loved one? Have you lost your sense of integrity, your sense of self-worth? I stack it up to losses at the end of the day. Mm,
2: that's a good one. Right. So, so just because he mentioned, he, he used the term being something that was unhealthy for you. So does that automatically negate that there are any addictions that can be good for you?
1: Mm, Probably not,
4: right? I do believe that there can be what we call cross addictions. Um, It's very possible that somebody who's addicted to one thing or one substance can then transfer over the emotional attachment to something else. And to me, it again, at the end of the day, have you damaged your own life or the life of someone else's because of it? If you have, then maybe I, will def- I would say it's an, it's an unhealthy addiction. Mm-hmm. If not, maybe it's a healthy addiction. Well, it's I total. mean, okay. let's use
1: the simple one like the, the hot chocolate one. Right. Um, and in my case, it would be gaining something, which would be a muffin top. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so the less I drink hot chocolate, right. I lose my belly. Um, no, <laughs> but what when you talked about an emotional connection – one of the things that came up for me that one of my um, friends as a holistic health counselor, she's, she actually, I don't know how we figured it out, but she figured out that hot chocolate for me was an emotional comfort food because right. my mom used to give me hot chocolate right. all the time.
3: There we go.
4: There you go. Uh-huh. And,
1: and it was like my little thing, like, here's your hot chocolate, you know, because I didn't like, I mean, no offense, I don't like white milk.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's so racist. I know, it's so racist. <laughs> uh, uh, no, things change. It's a
5: joke. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, he went tell,
3: there he tell actually the story he did. tell oh, the story I had a little
1: cream in my and <laughs> <laughs>
2: I <had a> <laughs> never hurt nobody
4: that's a, that's a different show <laughs> <laughs> so oh,
1: so I'm insane. actually turning beet red right now
4: mm-hmm. okay so <laughs>
2: <laughs> A little latte, never had nobody. <laughs> A
1: little swirl in my Okay, let me okay. Back to the show. So, <laughs> so um, my point was there was an emotional connection, right? Right. And I once I got that, I was like, wow. And then my mom, my mom passing away didn't help, you know. So I was really like, I want hot chocolate.
2: <laughs> right, but but is the point then that emotional, emotional connection, connection. happened subconsciously because I don't think you said all. Oh, no, I'm going to get, <laughs> get into hot chocolate because I remember my mom. I, I t- so it was. It was it but was, I never. Was it
1: wasn't. Got into it. I was all my life. Right. I drank hot chocolate every night. Like even. when when I was like, I remember dating and people were, oh, you drink your hot
2: chocolate now? Like, yeah, I'm chicken. So, <laughs> so my milk and cookies like would be my very similar. Sensor, like yes. my childhood experience.
4: There you go.
1: Okay. Look at that. I just diagnosed them. No, he's good. good. He diagnosed himself. But
4: stuff. I feel that if you're using something for comfort and you're aware of it, I mean, first of all, your level of self-awareness is obviously high. But also, it does not sound like it's creating for you. An erosion of your feelings of self And it's not destroying relationships. It's not destroying relationships. But it's unhealthy.
5: Not harming it's, you.
4: Or it's anymore. unhealthy, right. no. It's it is unhealthy. unhealthy.
1: It's unhealthy. And, and the, the last joke I'll say about hot chocolate that made me really crack up. Um, remember Takiya? Takiya mm-hmm. Young is a, she's actually my holistic health friend that I was talking about. Uh-huh. She came with me to Starbucks one day and she, she always goes, oh, no judgment, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, judge you. So one of the guys that makes my drink, he added that he makes a it different, a different way he makes it. He puts some um, white mocha Instead of vanilla. So special, it's special, really, really sweet. Special cream. So that's my new thing that I like. Yeah, I like a little, <laughs> <laughs> a little cream in my chocolate. Oh, my but anyway that the crazy tea? part it was good but the crazy part is that when he said he said yeah I'm the one that made up that little drink for you and he said yeah girl you know and he smiled and almost every tooth in his mouth was rotten oh
3: <laughs> uh, that special
2: cream it like his was in jail. I think we
4: have a dentist
1: in the house <laughs>
2: so we,
1: she, she was like yeah you see right what, what car chocolate does you <laughs> right so yeah that's pretty
4: funny. and yes and people have it been, was like
1: black like rotten teeth it people was have been
4: proven to be addicted to sugar sugar does have a chemical we effect in the brain Yes. Yeah.
2: So, so okay we talked about the emotional addiction. connection yeah. but so can we talk about what happens psychologically when i guess the craving starts and what would be some of the basic cues that the average person who is not the expert and not, not the doctor could could pick up on because i'm definitely looking to
5: assess everyone i know now for their addictions <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. well i mean one of the things that i can add to with the the feelings is like i can actually change i'm going to go back a step for okay. a second to change a bad addiction into a good addiction I can bring back with hypnosis. We can bring a person back to the feeling they got when their mother gave them cookies, when their mother gave them hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. Tap in that feeling, anchor it in, and bring it to something else, like working out or. Oh,
1: I like that. Oh, I need the the that. I like
5: cross, cross. Cross, cross addiction. Cross addiction. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah having a, an alternative. Exactly. Yeah. So like
5: it's possible with that, and you can then you can bring someone in the future doing that whatever that healthy, either the exercise or eating healthy or whatever it is. And tapping in that feeling, and it's all about the emotions and the feeling, and then wanting to do that as opposed to you know what will happen if they don't do it, or any negative feelings, it's emotions
4: right, and I actually want to just jump on that and say that I believe that every addiction is an asset gone awry, like it's energy spent the wrong way, right oh yeah, it, listen <laughs> in order to be an addict, a person needs to be extremely smart, extremely resourceful yes. um I mean I, the people that I work with are just brilliant, and if you can reapply that, yeah. Change for, the world. Use for
1: your good powers for of good. good. Yeah. Exactly. Go. Yeah, yeah.
4: It's something like own your power. <laughs>
2: I love it. I love so, it. So beautiful. could you talk about what the triggers maybe? About some, what are the triggers that maybe a person starts off with before it gets to that addictive What's state. really
4: addictive, yeah. yeah. We say in the addiction field, we call it people, places, and things basically. And there is a phrase that we have used in, in the addiction field and in the in the 12-step fellowship um, where we say, if you want to get over your addiction, you can't change. You don't have to change anything except for everything. And it's very true that we have so many associations. Like Pavlovian, like kind, like you know, salivate the dog salivating um, about with our addictions. That if you truly want to overcome it, you have to take those numbers out of your phone of the people that you've been hanging out with. Take mm-hmm. your drug dealers' names, you know, off your refrigerator. I mean, right. but but really down to the nitty gritty. Um, the words you're using, the clothes you're wearing, to really your start to yeah, right. start to, to start, sure. to start uh, breaking the identification with the addiction because we we become. We become what we say we are. Right.
2: So would you say that addictions are are an extreme form of, as we say, we're creatures of habit. So if that's the case by our nature, addiction is just an advanced stage of that habitual whatever action that just becomes something that it's almost part of the subconscious that we're doing it to the point where we don't realize we're not
5: doing it? Or is it more of a conscious no it's unconscious because you want to get that feeling that great feeling you had when you were a kid that great Mm -hmm. feeling with your first high you know you keep on craving it and eventually it takes more and more to get there
1: and it's interesting um, because I know sometimes when I do crave it and then I get it I'm like it's not even that great like I don't even know I'm freaking hyping myself up are we just talking
2: about the hot chocolate? oh yeah it (laughs) is (laughs) <laughs> so when you go to a different Starbucks and you that guy with the special cream, well, you're, like, make it the same you're right. like, you're like,
1: you ain't making it right. It's not, you don't
2: have the swirls.
3: <laughs> no, it's
2: not. That's, I, I get that. I, I see what you're
1: saying.
4: So, got you.
2: so.
1: Welcome to my world, folks. I told you. I warned mm-hmm.
4: you. There have um, been actually studies done, though, and shown that the the brain of a heroin addict, for instance, when just watching someone, when we're just actually like preparing the heroin to go into their body by cooking it etc whatever rituals they're already high they're already getting the high without yeah. having consumed anything because it's taking place in the brain it's an emotional so right. that's in, in essence you're kind of saying you can get the high before it's even in your right, body
1: right right that's interesting and, but they, yeah. there's also a study i don't remember who did it but it was similar to looking at the brain and comparing it from um coke taking coke to t- sugar and they said yes. it was very similar, the same part Reactions. of the brain that it, yeah, it's like, wow, that's like really being on drug for real.
5: Did you hear that last study that um, they said that Oreo cookies in laboratory <laughs> rats are more addictive than cocaine?
1: Are you serious? Yeah, it's got me. That's...
5: Me and
2: Nabisco have I've stocked.
1: I can't believe you even right. eat that every night, but you work out so much. Because I remember when I found out double stuff, one double stuff is 250 200, calories. No way. Bisco
4: no. is your dealer. <laughs> 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 I might have. I might have a lawsuit against him. find out.
3: Oh god. All
1: right. So let me. You. You said something interesting earlier about how I have some people have cross addictions. Mm-hmm. I actually know somebody. I'm not going to say any names. Um, that used to do. Um,
2: <laughs> somebody we know. <laughs> I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to tell you. Oh really?
1: <laughs> that used to do. Like let's say um, he was sick. Mm-hmm. He would take instead of one. Um, if they told you to take one aspirin, he'll take two. If it tells you to take uh, two two cough drops, he'll take. He would always double up, right. and he was he was like that in everything. And it's it's like it was interesting to see. And I was like, why are you so you know why are you always overdosing on the stuff and. He did it in other things, too, so, you know, it's interesting. So is that, like, what you, what you mean when you say cross the... Or you, no, you're, you're, you're no. talking about, like, I just being addicted. That's like
4: re- re- oh. Replacing or channeling. I mean, what you're referring to is basically he, all he is is decreasing his tolerance because the next time he needs to really, uh, you know, relieve his pain, he's going to need more. that much more. And right. that's basically how people develop tolerance to drugs and alcohol, and they right. need more and more and more every time.
2: So is it safe to assume that the folks who have an addictive behavior... Um, could possibly are more prone to have more than one addiction because it's something that they become sort of I guess tracked into or is is it not the case
4: it, it I've seen both cases I've seen severe alcoholics where I have heard it described to me I actually had one female patient who described to me that her relationship with alcohol was deeper and more intense than any love affair she'd ever had in her life with any person and that nobody could ever replace the feelings that alcohol could give her mm-hmm. and I was just like That's quite a I was sort of speechless as her therapist because what do you say to that you mm. can't say you know oh uh, join a, join LA Fitness and you'll feel as great no, you, say, <laughs> you know what are you, well, <laughs> say, what are you drinking <laughs> <laughs> right. exactly Exactly. I'm like right. I want to feel that good. You know. Right. <laughs> the, we, we only
1: have a few more minutes before the break, but I do want to ask you: What are some common addictions that you both have treated? You know, um, like the most common.
2: Common and and, bizarre. and oh yeah, and the bizarre.
1: And yeah, bizarre. the rare bizarre ones too.
4: I will say right now, I have a gambling um, addict patient who I'm treating. That is the first time I've dealt with a gambling addict and it's really being treated just like any other addiction. To, um, he has a 12-step program and he's working with a sponsor so uh, that is that is extremely possible.
1: And what's the most common that you've
4: I see. I see um, right now pills are the mm. most common. We're in South Florida. Unfortunately. Thank you, Nicki Minaj. No. Um, <laughs> I know, right? But it's the Oxys, the Roxys, the Percocets. The, it's, the accessibility is crazy and the reality is that, you know, and and I have to tell my patients, it is their responsibility to have to tell their doctors, their dentists, their, mm. you know, any medical professionals, um, I can't take that prescription because they will be given it. Um, right. Right. That's just the day and age we live in right now. And what's the age about?
1: range for your clients Like that come to you for the addictions? 30s, I'm
5: seeing, 20s?
4: I would say 30s is the average. What about you?
5: Um, I haven't seen a lot of pill addictions. I've seen, um, I get alcoholics and some alcoholics and people who smoke.
1: Alcoholic people, okay, that's smoke, okay. Smokers.
5: So, question, you
2: mentioned age, um, just from your experience, is there, a, is there a, like a standard age range where there's like a sort of a higher projection of people who fall into addictive behavior, or is it sort of, can it be all over the charts? Can you be 16 or 60 and doesn't make a difference?
4: I would say it doesn't make a difference. I think that the only challenge that I have when I see people – I only treat an adult population, but when I see late teens, the challenge is, is this a phase because all your friends are drinking and using drugs? You're in college. You're right. going through your thing. Recreational, yeah. Recreational. Um, so sometimes it's challenging to use the w- label addict or alcoholic at that age, whereas when someone's 50 and they have no house to show, no, mm. they've been divorced five times, You know, their kids are, won't speak to them, then you right. can definitely say addict you know, al- yeah. or alcoholic more easily. Right, so.
1: right. God, that's so sad when you think of it that way. Um, And what, the rare? rare, You you didn't have any rare ones?
2: Um, Not one that comes to mind,
1: actually. Somebody addicted to (laughs) movie.
3: Well, you
2: know, we we talked about drugs and alcohol as as being some of the more common, but maybe we'll go into this with the next segment, but definitely want to talk about some of, I guess, areas or topics that fall into addiction that are, that are not common, that people would be, no way, you know, you can't get addicted to Starbucks. or Rook- right. But like some of the, and yet they're still treatable because uh-huh. I, I'm looking at it from a medical condition perspective. Like are there special privileges for people who have diagnosed addictions that can be of service so they uh-huh. can realize they can get, not passes at work and stuff, but that there's, there's a recognition <laughs> of this is a medical condition, they're being treated for it, and these are the accommodations that can be made.
5: Interesting. Well, yeah. I, I um, you know, one of the things I wanted to bring up, though, is I look at addictions as a, an escape from some emotional issues that people don't want to deal with. Mm, it, that's
1: and, a big, big thing, yeah.
5: And I believe in maybe you can, this is a theory I've had, that the more they they don't get over these emotional issues that they have, the more drugs they need, and then their problems keep on yes. compounding, and then eventually they need to go, like a sex addict, too. Eventually they have to go to stronger, right. different types of things. And, okay. Oh, we're definitely yeah. going to go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're going to go to a quick commercial break Um, But before we do that We have the beautiful, lovely Sheena O. Murray Who's in the house And she's going to sing a song What's the song we're going to be singing tonight? Meeting Place Meeting Place right, take it away
6: Grand entrance she scoured the room to make sure that all eyes were glued To her attention was what she sought You could tell by the way she moved He ordered a drink at the bar And made sure the keys to his car Logo dangled from pocket He felt like a superstar, yay. Yeah. the band began to play a familiar melody the bodies start to sway like the leaves of a tree yeah no faces in the crowd no eyes just touching sound a drummer drums guitarist drums and the night has begun Strangers, foes, associates Friends and drinks Music, dancing Same place, same time Every weekend A little meeting Fancy clothes and cars and things Conversations About nothing Same place, same time Every weekend, a little meeting Everyone shouting Her name Lined up and waiting to pay Her service is what They need the most, lined with some tangerine. He stands with his back to the wall, attentive, no words, doesn't talk. You step out of line, you're thrown out the door, and we won't see you no more. Act approaches stage, some soulful poetry. Attention keen there, listening. The crowd starts to applaud. Buzz off the alcohol. A drummer drums, guitarist drums, trouble flowing through everyone. Strangers, foes, associates, friends, and drinks, music, dancing. Same place, same time. Every weekend, a little meeting. Fancy clothes and cars and things. Conversations about nothing. Same place, same time. Every weekend, the little meeting It feels so good And the night is young So she dips, moving hips And he stares, yeah Yes, it feels so good, and it's just me. Gun takes a sieve, leaves a tip, then a snare. Yeah, bathroom perfume cologne sprays on dollar for gum. Make sure you leave an extra for their work. Yeah. Toilet throws up, he's drunk Night's in for him, he's done Next week, we'll see him again Then it's back to one Strangers, foes, associates, friends and drinks, music, dancing, same place, same time, every weekend, a little meeting, fancy clothes and cars and things, conversations about nothing, same place, same time, every weekend, a little meeting.
3: (laughs) Thank you.
1: If you're like me, you love to hold on to your cash and use it for basic needs like the light bill, water bill, and yeah, maybe even the mortgage or the rent. That's pretty much all that I use cash for since I get almost everything on barter. In a typical month, I get my hair done, eyebrows waxed, printing services, massages, business coaching, personal assistance for my companies, Social media marketing and more, all on barter. Oh, and did I mention travel? Yes, to many different exotic locations like Costa Rica and Barbados on barter. I literally save thousands a year, and I'd love to help you do the same. All you have to do is join the Give and Take Network at www.giveandtakenetwork.org. That's Give the letter N, Take Network.org. When you join Give and Take, you'll learn how to generate more business, reduce your overhead, and save cash. Barter is definitely smarter and don't let anyone tell you any differently. Join us today at giventakenetwork.org.
0: You're only eight weeks away from becoming a CEO. Enroll today in Own Your Power Communications groundbreaking course Eight Weeks to CEO. This powerful eight-week program is based on Simone Kelly's book, Jack of All Trades, Master of None, and features her private coaching, which will keep you focused on a progressive transformation of your business. If you're ready to fire your boss, An entrepreneur at heart, a business owner, and or overwhelmed with your business. You'll benefit tremendously when you sign up for this personalized business development program. It will give you the knowledge, tools, insight, and confidence to lead your company and create extraordinary results. Eight weeks to CEO. Enroll today for one-on-one or online classes. For more information, call 877-545-7352. That's 8775457352. You're only 8 weeks away from becoming a CEO.
6: Music
1: I'm Coach Simone Kelly in the Only Power Living room with her mom, Dua, And um, we are also Dr. Ross and Kiki Freeze. I almost jacked her name up because it's spelled fries. So she was like, it let happens. me just let you know, <laughs> sure. don't be messing my name. And she must have listened That's to old shows. Old shows, old shows so I always, always make him say the name because I always, especially because it's a Spanish name, I always mess it up. So, um, <laughs> can I get some fries with that? You it's, must have heard jokes all your oh life.
4: Oh my God, all my life. <laughs> yeah. German
2: like, uh, yeah. <laughs> German, like, yeah. It's German,
1: like, yeah. All right, so um, we were talking about addictions and overcoming them. And um, I did have something that, to share that happened to me just last weekend. I had a client whose boyfriend is um, a recovering alcoholic and um, drug addict. And she wanted me to talk to him. And I've never coached anybody in, those, in that w- world. And um, he actually wanted to talk to me. So I ended up giving him a coaching session and helped him come up with different um, strategies, but also, like, kind of come up with his own dream team of support. Mm-hmm. So his, his his girlfriend was on the dream team. I'm, I'm on the dream team. <laughs> so, like, he was going to a wedding. And usually she's with him, make sure. But, you know, help him right. through and guide him support. and make sure. Support, exactly. So she was going to be out of town, and he was going to a wedding, and it was going to be a lot of his, you know, family members that all drink drinkers, and he was going to be around a lot of alcohol, and it was just going to be really hard for him. Right. So, um, you know, I talked to him about what he could do as alternatives. And it ended up being, when it became time for the wedding, I knew what time the wedding was. So I texted him, I'm like, hey, how you doing? How's it going? He said, I'm good. He was like, I actually, they just the guys just left for drinks, and I, I went with the um, kids to play outside. And like he, like he came yeah. up with all these different alternatives of things he could do, right. and um, it really helped him. And that was, he was he was so surprised that he he made it through that that weekend because you know it's, it's pretty I, I can only imagine being around free liquor, and, and and people knowing that you're recovering alcohol that you went to um um what is it AA Alcoholics Anonymous yeah right. exactly and they're still like hey buddy come on get a drink with us you know but Enablish. what you speak
4: to is Terrible. is the importance of a of a social network some sense of community so there are two things that have been implicated in in really helping out with with um, addiction recovery i won't even say care because there really is no such thing um but living a life recovery one is social support and the other is a greater sense of spirituality we call it a higher power in AA, mm-hmm. or and that can be god or it can be the bottle of water in front of you it can be whatever you deem as greater than yourself and that the combination of those two has proven to be very powerful wow i wanted to throw that in
1: and that's a good point that you said it. yeah because he actually meditates more and pray you know does a lot more Things to help himself to stay guided, stay grounded, right. and, and so, even
5: having some hope. And we were uh, Kiki and I were discussing this. It's like in AA, they don't always give you. It's like you go day by day, or it's an NA, and one um, day at a
4: time. Yeah, and the,
5: go ahead.
4: No, they say one day at a time in AA, and um, NA has a reading called just NA has a reading called just for today.
5: And I like to bring people to the future where they're doing things, whatever they want to do, whatever their dream is in their life, without mm-hmm. have, without being an addict. And they can actually see they can do it and get that emotion of feeling it, which I think helps them a lot. And I think that's one thing that's lacking in the program.
2: So um, before we get into sort of some of the next uh, questions on steps to dealing with overcoming and and kind of beating, I guess, your addiction, um, you know, we've made reference a few times to addictions with alcohol and drugs, and then we've used some food and, and, and coffee or hot chocolate, what have you. But... You know, I hear more and more about this whole idea on sex addiction, and I think that that's an interesting topic. Because I think people don't—some people really don't think that's real—and and I would be very interested in hearing from your perspectives on it. It is <laughs>
4: definitely very real. I have—I have had sex addict clients, and there is a fellowship called SAA, Sex Addicts Anonymous. I—I um, I have not myself been in the fellowship, but I've heard from clients that have sure, attended it. <laughs> <laughs> I it so, wasn't me, though. <laughs> I was so asking for that anonymity. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a tradition um so uh so yeah I, but there are there are um circles created within the fellowship and, and you would say like okay you know my my outer circle would be for instance I'm watching porn too much and then a, a ring closer to the inner circle would be I'm having contact with somebody with whom I have sexual relations and then there's the actual act of sex itself so there are um that that's the way that it's conceptualized in that program and it's a very powerful program a lot of people are in it unfortunately a lot of people people who are in it end up uh, relapsing up with yeah, one another yeah, exactly i mean it's it's cliche it's a stereotype for a reason
5: yeah. And I know there's actually people that go to NA and AA meetings to help them. And they don't help them. They actually go to pick up girls because a lot of these people go into other addictions. Yes, that it's is
4: actually called 13th stepping. There is a step- there's a term for that. Yep. Oh wow. Yep. Hold on, hold on. a
5: little slow. I got the 13th stepping. You said people go to these AA meetings it's and party? like you see a lot of the people at the AA and NA meetings now they're addicted to cigarettes or they're addicted to um what well, say drink coffee. Or there's or also we'll go for another addiction, which may be sex. Oh. So there's a lot of them, like there's people who actually go there and pick up people that 13th step because they actually are going to get their addiction. Or maybe like it's a sex is a drug. It's a drug that helps you escape from your emotional problems. Right. And when and you have that climax, I mean, what are you worried about?
4: And I will also say that. does not know- like you're helping
5: the people here. You
4: know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, here's what you can do. But, you know, when you put down your drug of choice, the first thing you often see in any sw- form of treatment is another person. And we can actually become addicted to the dopamine, the serotonin, the endorphins that go through our bodies when we have contact with another human being. And then relationships can become addictive. So then right. there's a fellowship called mm-hmm. Al-Anon that exists exactly for what we call codependency or addiction to another person.
1: Stalkers Anonymous? <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>
4: And there are those two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that, it go- that
1: sounds like a scary place to be.
2: So, <laughs> so with that being said, you know, whether we're talking about sex addiction, alcohol addiction, drug addiction, what are some of the basic
5: steps um, that are available to folks that can be utilized to, to deal with these addictions? To overcome them. Yeah. Yeah, we have, sometimes you have to hit bottom where it's affecting your life and affecting other people's life. And then the first part, I, I believe, is just knowing that you do have a problem. Right, and the next step, you will talk about. <laughs> well, and you
4: know, and we've been talking about this. You you have to want you have to want to get better. That is the number one de- de- determining factor. Um, if somebody is addicted to alcohol or opiates, actually, or benzodiazepines, which would be the class of Xanax, Clonopin, oh, Valium, etc., um, they would need to be admitted to a formal um, detoxification unit oh, where wow. they would have to be medically supervised detoxing. Alcohol um, withdrawal from alcohol is actually the most fatal of withdrawal from uh, symptoms. Are from, you serious? Yes, more so than any other drug. More so. no. heroin. I thought you know, meth was one of the worst ones. This is what they'll say. Actually, not not as much. They will say that coming off heroin, you feel like you want to die, but actually, coming off alcohol, you you could die. So that that's that's an, a myth that exists. Um, but so it, once you've gone through detox, then then I say to my patients, okay, now the real work has started. Now you have to actually look at yourself mm-hmm. and analyze what is it about me that has started that has created this. So you can to recover but then it's actually taking and in the 12 steps we call it a moral inventory of character defects or anything that's led up to um, the mistreatment of a substance for personal gain
1: Mm. and kind of showing how you affect other people's lives too or how you affect the people a hundred percent
4: and there's one step where you actually go and you make amends to those those people Mm. um but my clinical hypnotherapist friend here might say (laughs) might talk about about maybe reframing some of this stuff into some positives
5: yeah, I would do that. And, I mean, and even including, um, and it's, I think it's, here we go again. Okay, I'll talk into the mic. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I know the
1: living room makes you feel so comfortable, you forget there's mics here. I so
4: know, <laughs> we just want to sit down and talk to each talk other. Talk to each
1: other, it yeah. yeah. of tequila I haven't had yet.
4: <laughs> <laughs> J- Jackson
1: gave you your shot. You, you, you already forgot. You you didn't forgot? Me, he
5: didn't give me the limes and salt. <laughs> oh, okay. And and yeah. Yeah. Jackson! And yes, there are a few. <laughs> there we go.
3: <laughs> He's oh, coming okay.
5: back. All right. He here comes. And put some clothes on, dude.
3: <laughs> <laughs> So again,
5: well I, I mean and I agree with it it's a lot of um, self esteem and you feel guilt about harming other people then you have to make amends and um, what we can do in hypnotherapy is I help people with ego strengthening I help them with their self esteem look at things they did and a lot of the guilt is like just um, I believe wisdom erases karma so if you go back knowing what you know now if you go back to that event when you did it or to someone or whatever would you do it again right and if the answer is no you can just let yourself go good you've learned it wisdom you erased your karma don't worry about it remove that emotional tie to it but i was like go ahead no and the other thing i do is i put them always put them in a forgiveness room they can actually talk to people and you know we're going to go a little woo-woo here but on an etheric plane where they apologize and they, a- they actually get forgiveness and it helps them a lot i think it's easier too because i think oh i need not? that <laughs> uh, I don't know, but what I mean for people uh-huh. to go out and chamber. actually what if the, these people don't forgive them and like they end up feeling worse than before? No
4: sure, I mean, and that's a possibility is addictions have consequences, and t- and living with the consequences sober is part of addiction recovery. And that may mean not getting everyone to say, you know, pat on the back, you're wonderful, congratulations, you have a year. Right. And so,
5: what is the step that most people? Because I'm here we go. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> what is the step that most people actually stop at? Is it that, that? Um,
4: is the fourth step is what we call the the searching and fearless moral inventory, where a person takes um account of the what they call our character defects or you know things gone awry and a lot of people say oh i I went out i meaning I relapsed on my fourth step because I wasn't able to look at myself i mm. I used drugs over. The fact that i didn't like this about myself, but then what they do is they compound their problems, and now they have created more problems and it gets so it' it 's a myth that you have to relapse over any of the steps. The reality is um, I think that looking at oneself can be very powerful. I think the 12 yeah. step program can be used for people without addictions too right who 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 wouldn't be better by taking a look at themselves in the way that we have compassion toward ourselves and other human beings you know
5: and also getting to that point when you realize you can be a better person, you can improve you can, and I think there's a there's a step where actually people have to get to where their self-esteem is high enough where they realize, well, yeah, I can actually do whatever I put my mind to and become better at it and change. And one other thing I wanted to bring up, and we're going back a little bit, is the, the endorphin release. Because yeah. I, I find that um, the people I know from who've gone to the AA and NA, the ones who are more successful are the ones who actually coach and help other people. Yes, interact. that
4: is the 12th step. The actual 12th step of the 12 steps is giving it back. It's saying um, you can't keep what you have unless you give it away and you have to go and you have to help another addict and you have to help somebody else. Oh, when wow, we, I love when that. we help others, we get out of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I like if, like if you're driving and you're craving that hot chocolate and all of a sudden your phone rings and your friend is like, oh my god, I really need your help. You're going to forget. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's going to be like the last thing on your mind. Well, and she's so- going
2: to be like, okay, I'll be right <laughs> there <laughs> and I'm going to bring you a tall hot chocolate. You're going to love the special <laughs> (laughs) Okay,
4: okay, but I
1: tried. Did I
4: not
2: try?
1: (laughs) God, is that what you think about me, Herman? That's so
2: sad. No, that's what you just said before about your (laughs) action. Um so let's talk
1: about the um you know getting over the addiction with um, new habits, like incorporating new yeah, habits. What I'm, are some new habits that you help people?
4: I'm with? a big fan of that. I'm actually a holistic um, health counselor as well, and I studied at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition in New York City. So I love it. One of, That's yeah, a great school. I am, Ooh, love oh. it. So one of the things that I do with my patients is I teach a weekly nutrition group, and I tell them that, first of all, you complain that you can't pay for any, for healthy organic groceries, but what were you paying for a bag mm-hmm. of heroin? I don't know what heroin goes for, but you know what? I think you can go to Whole Foods. You know, so <laughs> I'll, I'll tell them that. I'll sure, say, it's more than I'll say right. I'll say how much time were you spending securing your drug of choice? You can spend that time preparing yourself a nice meal. So we talk about the fact that this that almost like a replacement can be healthy eating and that exercise. Once you start exercising, your body gets better. You start to want to eat better. So I'm a big fan of holistic health uh, practices for as a replacement for the time spent drinking and drugging Mm
5: -hmm.
3: i love it
4: what about you as
5: well as meditation quieting your mind exercise to release those endorphins and one of the other um hormones that's released that a lot of people don't talk about or know about is oxytocin the same one people know as when a woman breastfeeds her child and doesn't want to throw them away because you're puking (laughs) and crapping but But when you connect to people and you help people and there's a general connection you get that oxytocin release which is not a short-acting drug it lasts a long time and even families that that's one of the challenges with families today is they do not cohabit. They do not actually interact a lot anymore. Right. So they're not getting that oxytocin. And you think about all these mass murderers. All of them are loners. They don't get that oxytocin right. long-lasting feel-good hormone.
1: Wow, that's kind of
4: that's scary. That's a really good point. And I just want to throw in as well. I'm, I'm an, also a yoga instructor. And so at the um, – the tr- Oh, you
1: don't get it. I'm sorry. He he says that. Well, everybody that comes to our show does yoga. <laughs> well send them my way. <laughs> no, but like they, they do. i mean meaning that they are yoga
4: instructors yeah, or something, right. or they they're, heavy, yoga. they're
2: heavy into yoga. We're flexible. Like, I'm more literally or figuratively. <laughs>
4: So I actually, I, um, I te- we're at the uh, treatment center I work at, it's called Acceptance Counseling Services. It's an outpatient partial hospitalization program um, in downtown Miami, acsrecover.com. I teach yoga there twice a week, and the patients love it because it's a way of getting at the addiction without having to talk about it. So it's like we sit around in group psychotherapy all day long, and we talk about, kind of like the conversation we're having now, mm-hmm. relapse, triggers, oxytocin, you know, all these thoughts. And then... We do yoga but we and so we get at the at the underlying kind of we call it the God size hole in AA, but the spiritual void, um, without words. So with the body. And right. and I love using yoga in that in that environment.
3: Right.
4: And a
1: lot of, a lot of people don't know that um yoga opens up a lot of chakras as well. Yes. And it can help you uh, get a little bit more focused and more balanced. Um so Jerry you know what chakras are why are you looking at me like that I
2: thought you were going to do some more editing (laughs) (laughs) I'll show
4: you some of yours
2: (laughs) he's well aware we do Reiki I'm all all forward uh, to get in touch with my chakras he's got them a few times that doesn't sound right (laughs)
3: that
2: can be an (laughs) addiction you said it it.
3: Reiki
1: only All right. so um, where were we yeah, you were talking about How we you can to how you get, get, get yourself help? help.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you say that. So how can folks get help and uh, different remedies and They sign up. Is, do they? I mean, where? where well, they I, both I, have
1: different ways of doing it. So, I, I, but
2: I'm looking at it from this perspective. I mean, you talk about an individual having to recognize or admit that they have an addiction. And I think that that's probably the hardest because for some people, they don't even recognize it as such. Right, and that is
4: a very internal process. And people can hold up a mirror to you, but if you don't want to look into it, you don't. Um, Do you help with interventions? Yes, well, we need to set one up. I can... have I have actually done some interventions. Oh, wow. um, yeah. <laughs> Interesting stories. Um, <laughs> but uh, but what what I would say is, you know, the 12 step fellowship and I'm, I'm very open minded with my patients. I'm like, if it works for you, great. Go to AA. If you don't like it, don't you know, if you stay sober, that's what matters. But it's free and it's everywhere. And oh, wow, it's free. A hundred percent free. It's it's um it's a self sustaining organization. So you know, I I just think that there's so much that's accessible also nowadays with the internet. I think that if someone wants to reach out for help, I think it, there are so many more ways to uh, to do so anonymously um, than there used to be. So I I feel that that um that we're in a day and age where people can kind of start to do some research on their own if kind of like your research. Google
1: Google yeah. is your friend. That's what exactly. I tell a lot of people. <laughs>
4: <laughs> exactly. So, um, being that
1: you both have different ways of of, of helping people, what would be the process? They, they they know that they find out that they have an addiction. They come, they call you, and what happens? And how long do they train? Not train. What do they, what do we call it? Get counseling with you?
4: Get counseling. (laughs) Well, and this is – okay, the highest indicator statistically proven of success in addiction treatment is uh, length of time in outpatient therapy. And outpatient means the person is actually living their lives from their own house. They're holding a job. They probably are holding a job that's paying their insurance to get their outpatient therapy, Mm. you know. But they're showing up like once a week to see a clinician. Um, that usually happens at a later stage. I see them usually when they come right into like an in, inpatient or a, um. a more intensive treatment. But um, we gradually phase them out so that this person can be seeing a therapist regularly but living life in the real world. If you keep a – you can keep a person – So it's sic- about how
2: functional they right. are. Right. I mean you, right. you
4: can you can sort of lock a person up um, away from drugs and alcohol as long as you want to. but. If you put but putting them in front of it and them not them choosing not to pick it up, that's recovery. Yeah.
2: Okay. And then how would someone even know that your of services are a form of I guess remedy or therapy to an addiction?
5: Well, I mean people usually go to hypnotherapy, it's their last resort. So I'll get people that have tried different things and I'll get them to feel good about themselves, get rid of their guilt, actually see, you know, aversion therapy where they see what would happen in their life if they were to continue at this rate. And then I'd, I'd actually send them to someone like Kiki to help them change their lifestyle and get them into new routines in life to change, you know, the behavior that led to the addiction. So That's someone, a- so another
2: physician or another clinician would refer them to this type of, of service. That like the random person isn't walking in off the street like, "Hey, let's try hypnotherapy." It would be more of a
5: well for me. They like they've tried other things. Like they okay. might have tried the twelve steps, and they're just desperate because they're willing to try anything, and, including the other things that I hypnotize people for. But it's like they're, it's kind of a form of desperation. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, which is good because I want someone who's, you know, tried ready. everything and, and really ready, ready, like we, we were talking about. And then I'd love to refer, and actually we're going to cross-refer people. Anyway. I
1: mean, I was going to say you guys are networking and like Definitely. crazy, so I love it. Um, now, how often, like let's say somebody wants to come in for a drug addiction issue. How, how long does it usually take? How many, how many sessions on average?
5: For me, I'll see them um, generally about six sessions. And I'll have so them where they're not going to, it's, it's. Pretty quick, but it's it's where they're not going to want to do it anymore. And they're going to change their behavior, and then they're going to need to reinforce it. Otherwise, it will go back. Uh, and reinforce and reinforce, change
1: behavior is what every couple months or something. Um, I'll
5: I'll see them like every maybe six months, but the, in the meantime, they're going to have to pick up new practices like maybe yoga, exercise, change the people they're with, and that's. Yeah, um, that's a big thing. Lifestyle yeah. is huge. So yeah, I, really I,
1: I'm is.
2: curious. So a quick question. So you said you could your hypnotherapy can uh, assist with helping them change behaviors from what they're doing to picking up other correct more I guess constructive or appropriate behavior. So can you can hypnotherapy also be used to um, not necessarily really change behavior from something that's addicting, but just say if I need someone to do something for me, <laughs> could the <laughs> like <a> Manchurian Candidate. <laughs> so, could, could could therapy be used in a mindset where it's it's helping them, but they may be
5: th- they're doing it because it's helping me? You know, it's, it's almost like 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 as long as they want to do it. If they want to do it, you can help them change that behavior. Okay, and, okay. It, and it's them wanting to change, maybe for you. Or letting, Even if
2: like, the reasons why they think they're doing it, they're changing it are, are to benefit me, but it's really to benefit them. they was like I'm the I'm the i the decoy. As you're long as the, they you're what
4: we call the extrinsic motivation.
2: See, I like when they make it sound like really. Yeah, that's, that's the clinical term. It justifies term. what I'm trying yeah, to yeah. say because I really know that I was here. I wasn't coming out this <laughs> way. Here. At the
4: end of the day, I love this definition. Integrity is doing the right thing when no one's watching, mm-hmm. and right. so that is really the defining factor of in the internal, the intrinsic um, motivation. For but but sometimes you need the external to get there. I have people who are we have people who are court mandated to treatment. We have people who have been um, Marchman acted. That's legal in the state of Florida by family members. Um, so we have people who come in for all different reasons, but at the end of the day, it has to be for themselves.
1: So with that said, I'd love for you both to share one short, quick success story of how you helped somebody. A fun story, can you think of anything? Oh, I could. All right, is it
5: too many? No, 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 <laughs> all right. Um, I had a homeless guy who was um, an alcoholic, and he was missing a front tooth and I'm a dentist too so I t- had him come into my office
3: oh he
1: just said that really like slightly I don't know just if you said that, in. that. I mean, he's a dentist too yeah but he
5: was also coming earlier about it being a yeah, dentist yeah
1: but so I mean we'll I, just you, I just want to make sure that people are listening this kind All of right. talented <laughs> I right, go ahead
5: so I bonded I in a front like, tooth and then I got him a job <laughs> and I have pulled teeth with no anesthesia okay that's yeah. what, are you that's serious what, that's what made me a believer in hypnosis when I did <gasps> wow, that wow that's I'm like, amazing because I didn't believe it worked yeah it's crazy all right. Sorry, so, homeless um, guy
1: with no tooth. Go ahead.
5: And so we came in, I gave him a tooth and then I got him a job and then um, I got him some clothes. Wait, how do some you money. go for <laughs> to get him
2: a
1: job?
5: That's a hell of a job. Like, you became a hygienist? Like, what? I don't like. That <laughs> well, must have been some banging teeth. What? <laughs> <It works. laughs> like, Stay tuned to my show. My homeless name? improvement. <laughs> <laughs> Wow.
0: that's gonna be a show
5: i was thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> all right so it, but that um, um it was actually someone was painting my house and the guy said oh. he had some experience painting so he hired him and, and then it lasted for a month and a half and the guy went back to alcohol and then i got him a ticket to go back home to georgia and then i took him to the bus station and then I took him to the bus station and then like an hour later um an hour before and then i saw him the next day drinking and i'm like okay dude oh my gosh frank we're done And that's it. And then then, um, I directed him to get some help and some other services. And I said, "But I'm done with you. And a month and a half later, he came by. And he goes, Dr. Roth, I'm ready. And I'm like, ready for what? And he goes, to go home. And I'm like, okay. And he actually had some money. He was going to repay me some of the money that I would given him, which was nice. And I'm like, you know what, Frank? Let's try one thing. We'll try a hypnosis session and see if we can help you out. And what I did, and I was telling Kiki about this, is I hypnotized him and I had him become his own best friend where his own best friend told him how wonderful he was, how lucky he was to be his own best friend, and gave him the suggestion, which we had talked over before, maybe you ought to go home and let your mother help you, so that you Aww. can help her and see what happens. And um, then you have them hug their best friend, and then now their best friend is never going to let their best friend down. And it was just gave him oh God, the I courage to... I already. Right? It's really best friend. cool. Um, best friend. <laughs> I'll give you your best friend. And especially for My kids best friend's going to make me do abs, abs it,
1: huh? instead of hot chocolate. <laughs> I'm gonna do
3: absolutely. Right,
5: oh, we can right, do right. that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you after. Oh, <laughs> there we go. That's a great story. So he ended up. He ended up. I uh, hear from every once in a while. I got him another ticket, and he got on the bus. And um, he actually writes to me. He got a part-time job. He's living with his mom, and he's, I think Aww. he's renting his own place now.
1: Very Those good story. We we'll love that. Wow, I
4: think you know you, you were talking
1: about intervention. Maybe that'll it'll trigger something. Story. No, you said I, you had some. Well, fun I stories. hesitate
4: a little bit with your question because I want to say this: recovery is actually a lifelong process, right. and we call we use what we call the stages of change model in addiction treatment, which says that relapse may be a part of recovery. It doesn't have to be. So when you describe you know the person drinking again, that might be part of the process they have to go through. So right now, my greatest success is um, a former patient of mine who just celebrated her fourth year clean um she 's got she bought her own car she started her own cleaning service she lives in her own um, house in Hollywood that she runs on her own and she is a very very good friend of mine We just actually went to a sober Halloween party together on a Friday night and danced our asses off with no alcohol at all um, when success story I would tell you this if for some reason she doesn 't make it in the long run. Um, she still has the chance to make it later on, mm-hmm. and no slip or relapse is the end of anything. so recovery it's, it's lifelong.
2: It' like giving them a, po- a positive point of reference to say that you know even though you may have slipped back, there was a time where you beat this, you achieve, and you can still achieve that. And again. you can still do okay, it again. Exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm.
4: So. Do they
1: call you? Do they have you like in speed dial or something?
4: Uh, I don't <laughs> give because... my cell phone number. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Wow,
1: yeah. <laughs> wow. this is great. I'm, mean, I'm, I'm really um, happy we did this show because I know there's a lot of people that are very interested in learning how they can get alternative uh, remedies. Help, to help is them.
4: available. You just have to want it and be willing.
1: Right. Um, one of our remedies we talked about was like meditation and you know giving him yes. yoga, which is a good segue to our segment we always have on every show, which is called Me Time. And you know, own your power is a firm believer of taking sacred time for yourself every day to honor yourself, um, for setting intentions, setting your goals. And we want to ask you just real quickly, what did you do for Me Time? One thing this week that you did for yourself.
4: I am a big fan of Bikram yoga. It's the hot yoga where you sweat a lot. Yes, I do. I love Bikram. And one of the cool things about Bikram is that you have to face yourself in the mirror. And so um, I did a Bikram class this week where, you know, I spent 90 minutes looking at myself. And that wasn't something that was terribly easy to do. But um, I utilized that time to to try and send compassion toward myself that is sometimes so much easier for me to send to other people than it is to myself.
5: Mm. Yeah, that's a good
1: point. What about you?
5: All right, so I get my every. I do dentistry Monday and Tuesday, and then Tuesday night I do an hour massage. She comes over my house, and then All I right. do Bhutacon yoga, and then. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, booty call. Never awesome. heard of that one. Yeah, booty call yoga.
3: Booty call, booty call, call yoga. Because he had what what form up is is up that come
1: house, and he got the booty call yoga.
2: I'm gonna change my routine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doctor
1: Roth got the life right there. That's your, that's your root chakra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the sacral, the sacral chakra. you want. Okay.
5: And then I'll go like um. And when I came, when I get home from work on time, I'll go to the standard for sunset and set up the pool and the sauna
1: it's wow, you have. You, are you living near the nah, standard? For- <laughs> what did you do for me time?
5: Uh, unfortunately, I did
2: not get no. me-, me time both this week. I had a, I had a, a, an eight day work week, so Ooh, uh, that's okay. I get to make. I'll make up for it. Double yeah, next okay. week. Exactly. Exactly.
1: I've been running more.
2: So yeah. R- running from or to <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> running daily, and I used um, uh, an app called Runkeeper. Which is makes it lots of fun. Oh, she's she's shaking her. She's on runkeeper, yeah. and well, I'm gonna beat you because that's that's what motivates be me. No, that's what motivates me is that there's a leaderboard. So I, all my friends are on there, so I've you been compete, at the top of the compete. leaderboard, you know, for the last week. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, uh-huh. maybe, maybe, maybe. That's maybe <laughs> you should get some new friends. Whatever it
4: takes. No, I, no but, but you know what? I do, I do three
1: miles, four miles. They're doing ten, so I can't. You know, okay. I'm still. I'm and catching up with them. Media? But as far oh, no. as, as yeah, frequency got, and and frequency, you know, gotcha. they're not. They're like checking in every week, once a week, and I'm doing it. You know every other day mm-hmm. all right well that's my me time well we're gonna get kicked because uh we're way over time and chris is uh you is know, that way for our
2: audience to maybe follow mad up with our guests as far as if they oh, definitely we and... got to
1: get these people that are addicted off their addictions so why don't you tell us your your just your email address i mean our sorry website. no your website just give us your website sure. so how we can reach you kiki
4: please go to acsrecover.com. you can also email me at kiki at and
1: kiki is spelled
4: k-i-k-i
1: okay Say, well, say the website one more time,
4: though. Recover, com. Okay, wonderful. Dr. And Roth? For
5: me, uh, you can reach me at www.elitehypno.com. That's E-L-I-T-E-H-Y-P-N-O.com. Or you can write me at drroth at elitehypno.com.
1: Wonderful. It was a pleasure having you guys, and we're going to have you Thanks back God as is. our experts once again, I'm sure.
4: Thank uh, you so much. Thank you. Addictions are going nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they sure are. Wow.
1: You're in the right business, unfortunately. But yeah,
3: right. Boy, Use that line, too. <laughs> 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 so
1: um, we actually want to remind everybody, tuning in, that if you aren't already official Power Player, to so please like us on facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash own your power radio and again check us out on soundcloud.com forward slash own your power radio you can get all the old shows and uh you know follow us we want some more followers on there and last but not least we're going to take it away with the sexy wonderful beautiful sheena o murray is going to sing um another song for us what's, what's the song you're going to sing for us
6: this song is one this is actually my current single
1: so. say it one more time one o-n-e it's called one one okay Alright, so um, before we we uh, have you sing we're going we're gonna to just kind of give some more tips of what's going to be happening. The sex show is following at 10pm.
2: Oh, put the kids away. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: so make sure after you hear Sheena you keep it locked because she'll be, um, the sex show with Dr. Sanjay will be coming on and uh, you have been warned. You yeah, have been warned, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright, so take it away, Sheena. <laughs>
6: I breathe you in when you lay in my arms in my heart and my lungs You're the end and the start I feel what you feel I cry when you cry I am bound to you You're the light in my life We are
3: one
1: Should we all hold hands now? I love it.
2: <laughs> addiction.
1: So what, um, <laughs> that's not my addiction. That's your, stop, your, what do they call that in psychology? When you Projecting, projecting, yeah. Is it? Yeah.
6: Anyway, so um, <laughs> how can we get your single?
3: How can we um, you can download it you? on
6: iTunes, on Amazon, on Google Play. So anywhere um, they sell digital, digital music, um, it's available. There's a video out too. It's about a week old. Um, You can find that on YouTube. Just Google my name, or you can just go to my website. It's on my website, www.sheenamurray.com.
1: And spell Sheena?
6: S-H-E-E-N-A-M-U-R-R-A-Y.com. Wonderful. And are
2: there any upcoming gigs you have or shows?
1: I have a
6: show at Ginger Bay Cafe in Hollywood on the 18th. Yes, that's um, our
1: spot. That's our family.
6: Yeah, <laughs> so I'm excited about that. Should wonderful. be
1: fun. Okay.
6: All right. Well, thanks for coming. And- oh, I'm sorry. Sorry to cut you off. Also, this Sunday, <laughs> I'm sorry, I have a performance um, at Studio Five Ten for the screening of the movie Brown Ballerina. So it's um really really cool independent film, and they're doing like a tour. So okay. I'll be performing there. Oh,
1: wonderful. wonderful. Yeah. So we can find out everything on your website.
6: Yes, everything's on my okay. website. Thank you,
1: thank you for everybody. Me. You heard it here first, Sheena Oh, <laughs> Thank you. And and we want to thank uh, George Tandy Jr. Yes, for introducing thank you, us. We would have never known. Yeah, she made a nice introduction, and you know, um, big shout out to George. So thank you,
6: George. And thank shout you. out to Beatnomics, um, a producer um, that does wonder amazing music. Beatnomics Is that what it is? <laughs> Beatnomics.com, Yeah.
1: All right. Thank, thank you. you. Give everybody another you. hand, everybody. Yeah. Thanks again for tuning in, everybody. We want to make sure you tune in next week at 8 o'clock for the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show on Own Your Power Radio. Remember, anything you want is attainable.
3: Own your power.